Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for for joining me today. First off, I, I wanted to say like I really you know love your work, and and that's how you know we kind of connected through uh, a friend in our network, Haley, who's the founder of of Maddie Apparel. You redid their entire website and e-commerce store, and and I just uh, I knew right away I was like. She's doing great work. Like she, she is somebody that needs to be aware. Need the sector needs to be aware of because as we, we kind of spoke a little bit before about you know your your identity and and your website is the first thing that people are going to see, especially nowadays. If you're if you're a, a product company or any company, a nonprofit, I, I mean it's the first thing people are probably going to look up. Right, it is you know some type of social media, but at the end of the day, they're going to hit your website. And for that, needed to be like. 21st century, right? I think a, a lot of people are still sort of lacking in understanding the power behind uh, a really well-designed and well-functioned uh, website. Uh, but before we get started on everything we want to talk about, let's talk a little bit about your journey before you started Studio Humankind. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, Grant. And it's definitely been a journey. I would say that's the perfect <laughs> word for it. Yeah, I feel like I, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur. I started at a young age, really, you know, just wanting to learn about what was happening in the world and what other people were doing. Kind of moved through loving photography, loving storytelling, and then found myself even in design and strategy, you know, doing a little bit of all of the calm stuff, but really just just finding that there was a big need for executing on bringing certain visions to life, especially for individuals who have beautiful stories, beautiful missions, and, you know, there might be limited resources there or you know, just other ways that I could serve um, in that capacity, taking what I love to do on the creative side and saying, hey, let me help you amplify what you're trying to say here. I started out after school going into the agency world for a while. And, you know, while always a really great experience, I think I just knew that I didn't want to work in that capacity, that mm -hmm. I was meant to be more of an entrepreneur and that I had more of a passion for serving social enterprise businesses, um, nonprofits, and just people making a really um, strong uh, social and environmental impact in the world. So um, I started Studio Humankind just over three years ago and really targeted my work to say, how can I, you know, take what they're trying to do in their branding, their communications and quite, and then yeah, their website <laughs> and as like that storefront for them and that main focus for their donors and advocates, how can we communicate their message better? So that's kind of what pushed me into starting Studio Humankind and making it about something bigger than myself. Yeah, I think being in that industry too, uh, before, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on all this stuff. So hopefully we can nerd out on, on a lot of things that <laughs> we like or not like. But I, I think the, the first thing I want to say, and I, I want to kind of give some practical, not lessons, advice or, or whatever, but let's say like, early on, right? You're a founder or you just started a nonprofit, you know, and you don't have a lot of cash flow, right? You don't have a lot of money to invest like in a really beautiful site, like, like sort of like the ones you built. What are some of the initial steps, you know, maybe from, from just to get started, right? That to even get to, to a level where, you know, they can say, Hey, studio, humankind, I'm ready to take the next leap. That might not be till about a year or two later, but what are some of like the, the practical tips you can give to those early stage creators 
on building something, you know, decent, right? Whether it's using a certain type of platform or certain type of tools or watch certain type of educational videos, like what advice would you give people with no budget, right? <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the primary reasons I started out working with a lot of grassroots organizations Mm -hmm. um, is I saw that, you know, there was a big gap between what they were able to do. And then of course, what global organizations are able to do and Um, building these things. And as someone who's worked with a lot of uh, single business owners or small business owners, there is that uh, limitation around, you know, like, okay, well, it's just me. What can I do? If I'm not even tech savvy, where do I begin? And I think the biggest thing is that don't feel like you're alone in doing that. If you're not a tech person, I mean, I always advise that people, you know, take the time to try to learn something just so you have an understanding of what you're looking at. So, you know, whether it's starting um, with a really simple website or landing page, uh, you know, just get a feel for how that works. Um, You might be surprised that you're able to do more things than you think because we're all using our phones. So if you can do some base level stuff, it can be a seamless transition. However, if you're working at a level where you're like, okay, I just don't even want to touch it. Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I come in and say, okay, you know, I um, intentionally with my business wanted to address those needs as well. So um, with Studio Humankind, we work in like a broader capacity. I take on a lot of the work, but I have a lot of creative partners who really mm-hmm. just do incredible things um, in addition to my own expertise. But I wanted to bring some of us together and say, how can we have, you know, different packages and things that make it more affordable um, to those who are just starting? out. So if they said, you know, we'd love to work with Studio Humankind, um, but our budget is not at, you know, a higher level that it would take to really do some of this agency work. You know, I talked with my team and I said, you know, like, let's put together even some website templates, you know, like let's kind of step back and assess like where the current market is looking for these things, these resources. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm envisioning myself as also a small business owner saying, okay, where do I even begin? Um, What do I start with? And then, you know, most will go to Squarespace or a new one called Show It and pull like whatever template is there. So I thought that there was a huge opportunity for us to come in and say, okay, you know, some of these are working just fine, especially as you get started, but where can we almost come in and provide them a more comprehensive template that's pushing them toward things like, you know, pages that include their process, their impact, Mm -hmm. and making them think about, oh, we need to include ongoing statistics, or maybe even like a global map if you're serving um, in more than just one area. So uh, things that really drive the organization forward at a point to where the collateral and the website are um, a lot more inclusive from the beginning rather than just a simple landing page. But again, that's just something that we're trying to consider, you know, what are some more affordable options that we can provide to make people's lives easier. But at the same time, you know, as someone wanting to start something up on your own, um, if you can teach yourself and learn, you know, some of these tech pieces on your own, that is only going to serve you more in the future future you mentioned squarespace and newer one called show it i enjoy like webflow and obviously shopify for e-commerce mm-hmm. so when you when you're talking to sort of nonprofits or you know again a, a direct-to-consumer brand right it's sort of mm-hmm. you know e-commerce store how do you choose like what platform you want to build on do you do you do it from the side of hey okay i gotta hand this off 
you know, and, and teach them a little bit? And is one platform more conducive to this and the other? Like, what's your thought process behind just picking a platform to, to build on? Because that's, that's an important yeah, it's an important step. Absolutely. And kind of like you, I've I've touched on a little bit of everything. Um, in addition to those yeah. two, I've done Shopify, I've done WordPress, Webflow. But yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me is just really being able to chat with, you know, with the organization and say, what are your needs? Because for me, the biggest part is like, what can I do to make this easier for you? Yeah. Um, you know, like if I'm handing this off at the end, I often record like video tutorials to say, here's yeah, how you go right, in and yeah. edit and manage and everything because I want to give that team the opportunity to not have to come back to me all the time. But that being said, yeah, I usually look at what have you used prior? What are some of your goals um, upcoming to say, like, are you wanting to have a big inclusive like content library or CRM system? Then we might consider Webflow. If you've worked on WordPress, you feel confident in that, you Mm want to keep that, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to try to push you another way unless it's absolutely needed. And then for uh, companies, Companies like uh, the Maddie Apparel site I did, she was working on Shopify mm-hmm. and with the amount of, you know, inventory she has, it's just perfect to stay with that as well. So just kind of um, talking through with the companies and saying, you know, what, what would benefit you most? How would this be easiest on you and your team and going from there? So the, the one cool thing about, you know, working with social enterprises and organizations you get to learn, right? A lot about cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So like, what are some of like the cool projects you got to work on and maybe stuff that like inspired you? And, you know, it's like, you didn't even know about before. And now it's like, you know, you're building out there, <laughs> you know, your brand assets and their site and you get to learn so much about them. Right. So like, what are some of the cool ones that you got introduced to? Absolutely. That is a good question. You know, I think some of my favorites have been the ones that are a bit at the grassroots level. Mm -hmm. They're trying to figure out even their strategy as much as their creative direction and their web, but being really able to just sit down with them and talk them through like, this is how this is going to work, um, or this would be most beneficial for you. So um, one of my first ever projects uh, was called Walk in Love International. And And they are based out of Tanzania and just the sweetest lady I was able to work with. She was actually, um, she was actually uh, located in my same hometown in Kansas city where we were connected through other friends and resources. And then she was now living abroad in Africa. And so she was saying, okay, this is really just a startup for me, but I really want to push this further. And you know, I have limitations on what the government over there can provide me in terms of funding or housing, different things like that. But her organization serves families and children um, who, you know, need opportunities for education and honestly, just food and clothing and all of your basic needs. And that really, you know, it stuck with me because this was a perfect example of what I wanted to do with my work was I'm a huge, I'm largely focused on uh, and advocating for human rights and justice. And uh, to me, I think the biggest thing is I've always loved, you know, volunteering and serving wherever I can in my own community, but just realizing like how fortunate we are in our everyday lives that, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can be of service through my own work to an organization that gives back to people who need even the simplest of things, like that is what makes some of the most 
impactful difference. You know, that's where we really start to see communities change for the better. And so I wanted to, you know, serve them in that I helped them with like a rebranding and their website design and some of their collateral getting started. But yeah, it was just one of the most rewarding experiences. And especially as I began my, uh, my own work, just teaching me a lot about um, what was most valuable in the nonprofit space and how I could serve them to a means that really pushed their mission forward. Yeah, there's a bunch of so many cool tools now for nonprofits to really, you know, get up and running very quickly, you know, have their whole tech stack be pretty modern for not a lot of money. You know, so when you're sort of talking to, you know, nonprofits, what are, what did, what does it look like when you enter that realm? Because that's much different than a business site is, is probably, they might be a little bit more tech savvy, you know, they might have foundational things set up already, but mm-hmm. nonprofits, they have, you know, usually they're pretty lean, right? Like one person is doing a lot, maybe it's two people doing a lot. And the tech size, that's something they just, it's, it's a burden, right? Like they have so much different things that they have to work on. Um, but when you talk to them, like, are they excited when you kind of show them all these different tools that can help nonprofits, whether it's like easy way to get like donation stuff set up now, right? Or like yeah. you said, a landing page on one of these platforms, like what are, what are they seeing or like, what are they using that that's helping that you're sort of directing them that that's sort of helping them you know, move forward with their mission. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there very much is a gap between um, like the business side and Mm -hmm. the nonprofit side and what they need. So um, when I talk to nonprofits, you know, the biggest push for them is, you know, how do we convert? How do we retain donors and then push for fundraising? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I tell them the biggest piece for me because of, you know, my background is storytelling is Mm -hmm. talking about why this mission matters, you know, instead of just saying, here's our landing page page, our mission, vision, values, like donate, you know, I don't think when people look at that, they're not going to say like, this is something that really sparks my interest. It's just an, you know, it's almost seen as just another nonprofit. Um, And in our world today, it's very um, apparent how many organizations are starting up daily, weekly, because there's a huge need to serve in a variety of capacities from, you know, like education, health environment. So as far as the tech side, you know, I say, you know, what are the pieces of content that might be missing from a website? Do you have consistency in educating about, about your overall impact? Like before that, even do you have a consistent brand and how is that inclusive of your overall vision? And then if you are doing any kind of uh, photography, videography, mm-hmm. then are you doing so in a way that's very dignified, that tells it from the perspective of, you know, the individuals they are serving in a very caring way rather than seeing it as, okay, we need to help this third world uh, country or community, you know, just seeing it in that kind of light that it's always been seen, but giving now a chance for them to tell their story as a very empowered individual rather than, you know, a beauty beauty within it. Yeah. There's beauty everywhere. Exactly, exactly. And so I think, you know, just having individuals be mindful about how they tell their story across something like their website, really explaining why they founded this founded this foundation, you know, instead of just talking about like, we do this, like, mm-hmm. what is what's the history behind it? Why, 
why ultimately was it started? Was it because of the recent riots in Black Lives Matter? Is it, you know, environmental, like climate change? Like there's always this backstory, but then even so the founder has the roots behind that as well. So just kind of bringing that to the forefront and, you know, making it as much about story as you do about the seamless user experience, (laughs) you know, like having just something that's responsive that like, you know, that's another piece, like making sure people can view your site on their phones, um, you know, that it works for mobile. And if you're starting out, that's not exactly something that's on your radar. You might just say, oh, I need something up. Like there it is. But really considering that if you're going for donations and credibility and just a little bit of everything that it works the way it's supposed to. Well, the cool thing about what you get to do is that, you know, you get to to deliver like a final product, right? That actually is paramount, right? For an organization or, you know, impact business. What's it like when you're finished and like, they're so happy, right? And they're really excited. Cause it's like, it's like this reveal of like, I'll wait for like this show on TV. You know how to do like the houses and stuff where yeah. it's like, they, they reveal like the, the makeover of the house. And it's like totally different. I'm like, they need a show where it's like, digitally like websites because it's like so similar from you know before and after type of thing right um but what are some of those like happy like conversations at at the end where it's you deliver it to them and it's working it's functioning like they're getting great feedback like that's a big deal because that's going to move them forward a lot what are some of those conversations like you know at the end yeah, yeah. Well, exactly like you said. I mean, at the uh, the start and end of every project, I have like screen grabs of you know what it was totally, and yeah. what it is now, and then and then I walk them through it. I show you, I show them like this is the difference mm, in right. the impact we're making. And you know, once we you know stop to really clarify the direction and every little piece of content that you need, like you know maybe the old site just had old content. You know, like with this whole process comes like a no, a whole new approach to just organizing, you know, what it is you're trying to tell your audience and how you want people to perceive you. So yeah, on handoff, I mean, it, it's the most rewarding thing of what I do. Uh, And quite literally, it's why I do it. (laughs) I mean, I want them to look at that and say, this is what we always envisioned this be like, and this is how we want people to perceive us. So instead of saying, okay, this is, you know, this is our website, but there's not much there, you know, being very proud of it. And so Mm -hmm, even with things like that comes new opportunity uh, for, you know, even impact investors to come in and say, oh, this organization is really moving the needle. You know, now we're looking to say like, if they're asking for a 10K grant that they're more trustworthy to give that to. So I think, you know, the biggest thing for me is, you know, like doing something I love, helping people get to where they need to be. And then in that handoff, just like watching them over the next few years too, to see like, how is this actually helping them? And are they moving the needle? And, you know, some of them, it's just amazing how much they've been able to do since then, because quite literally give give their team those tools to say, this is how you go about, uh, you know, managing everything, which I think is the biggest piece is, you know, people are given all these beautiful assets or a new website, but then they're like, this is amazing, but how do I continue working on this? So just (laughs) 
just giving them the excitement over it's done for us. But now we have the capability to go in and take care of things ourselves without, you know, relying on another agency or another person to come in and always be fixing things. You know, like I I do come in every now and again and offer like ongoing updates. But my goal is if we pick a platform that they feel comfortable with or that at very least I can do a ton of video recordings, a ton of training, like we're only looking at this specific piece. Here's how you edit it. That, you know, once they have that resource library, they feel a lot more confident moving forward in like, here's how we can do this with simplicity. And if the team adjusts over time, you hire new people, quite literally just forwarding that onto them so that mm. you know, the whole team has that ability to keep, keep things moving fluidly. I love the point you made about investors, right? And you know, pitching to get grant money if you're a nonprofit or if you're pitching you know, investors to get, you know, capital into to your company and grow your, your business. That's such a great point that this is going to also help on that side of things. It's not just getting donations or, you know, getting customers on your site. It's, it's also about maybe getting grant funding or getting capital injected into your company when you have like, you know, invested time, invested effort, maybe a little bit of money into having a beautiful front facing site that could go a long way, you know, from people first coming to see, you know, being introduced to you as a company or organization and having something, you know, beautiful that pops off the page, like that separates you from other organizations or obviously other brands, you know, in that sector. I just think it's such a, it's such an interesting point to, in a, in a way to look at all this. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge advantage to just having, again, that trustworthiness presence in that, you know, you're not just communicating to potential donors, you're communicating to, you know, other partners in the community and, you know, individuals that, you know, see your organization as, okay, we want to help sponsor something. We want to do all of these things and just knowing that their relationship with the organization is that much more reliable. I want to talk a little bit about your know, e-commerce and the business side of things and maybe take uh, Maddie Parrell as, as a case study and when because she's you know been in business for a while, has sales, has revenue, has a couple of employees, you know has a decent site, right had a decent site. but then you come in and say, you know, there's a little bit, there's more we can do here that will enhance the image, enhance sales, right? A lot of this is not just like design, but also like efficiency, right? Of like the yeah. checkout process, making that simplified, making, you know, emails go through when you purchase an order, like these simple foot automated things that platforms can do is so great for customer experience. Let's just use Maddie Parallel as a case study, right? Like when you walk into a site that's kind of there, it does, it works well, it's it's solid from a design thing, but like, you know, you could take it to the next level. Like what are those, you know, conversations like and, and what went into sort of rebuilding that and making it, you know, pop as it does today? Yeah, that, that is also a good question. Yeah, so... I, she was kind of a unique case because I actually, you know, I'd been following her work for a while and I, you know, I actually reached out to her and I said, Hey, I would love to work with you because I noticed, you know, on her previous website, like while things are working just fine, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Consider the back end. consider the fact that she's doing a lot of this on her own. Right. How can I streamline this for her and make things easier? So not only did we work on revamping the site layout and just the look of it, making it a lot cleaner, um, but we also went in and explored different 
different applications uh, and integrations that would really help her um, on the back end. So mm-hmm. you know, talking about inventory yeah. or, you know, or she wanted to organize it by the specific color for the apparel that she is selling, you know, that people can select those options rather than before they would have to type it in a, a box. Just having things that really make that user experience a whole lot more simplified, uh, kind of what people expect now, right? When they go on yeah, uh, totally. e-commerce sites that you can just click like, I want blue, I want this size and order. But yeah, so I told her, you know, I was like, this is obviously something we need to prioritize in addition to everything else. But then even so on her back end, she's able to see it as a report um, or as a new order with all of those details uh, listed in there. So if she's fulfilling an order, there's no confusion on if someone, you know, is typing something that they don't have or they don't read the instructions or whatever it was, but that it's just very... Um, to the point, uh, very organized for her to be able to say, okay, I'm going to pull this off, you know, my shelf and ship it to so-and-so. So I think there's just, especially in the e-commerce and the Shopify world, there's a lot of opportunity to really explore those integrations mm-hmm. that make yeah. people's lives easier, both for the customer and the one managing the shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's, it's, I just, I love what, what Haley and Manny does. So anytime we can give her a shout out, I love to do so. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to change a little bit course here and talk a little bit about for maybe like an early stage designer, right? Or, or developer, right? That That's coming up and say, hey, I kind of want to, you know, start my own little studio, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur and you <laughs> try to find and get clients. And like there's so many things that go into it, right? Like what are some of the advice you would give for, you know, people just starting like their own agency or, or small studio? What's some of the, what's some of the tips you can give them now that you've been in it for a few years? Yeah. You know, and I've been someone who, like I said before, I love learning. So I've yeah. done uh, overdone it a little bit on like taking all of the courses. <laughs> <laughs> I love learning. Um, I don't think anyone can ever stop learning. But I think the biggest thing is, you know, stay true to yourself um, and knowing what you love to do and then really going forward with that, but then being mindful of the community and the research you're doing. So as an example, you know, I, before really focusing in on nonprofit and social enterprise, I did do, you know, a little bit of everyone saying like, okay, you know, we need money in the door. Like we'll just test it out. But really, you know, I just knew that this was was the work that I wanted to do. Um, and so as I clarified that, I realized too in my research that, you know, nonprofits and social enterprise, they have a huge emphasis on accessibility. So that would be another piece that, you know, I'm really looking to in the future and saying like, what are ways that as a business owner, I can innovate something for this organization that does more than just what they expect me to do. Um, and especially in a world where, you know, it's, it's a lot more digital and everyone is using their phones all the time. How can we just make this fit for everyone? For those starting their business, really take the time to do your research, talk with other industry professionals about what they do. Um, maybe you'll come up with, you know, some other means of approaching your work that really amaze or inspire those that you work with. Well, I usually like to end a little bit on the future and I know it's uh wild times these days. And, you know, you can never know what to expect. But I think as, you know, the social enterprise movement and sector continues to grow and grow, you know, I think more people are going to be, you know, trying to to fulfill their, you know, their website needs and, and all these different aspects of what digital brings to, to everything. What are some of the sort of the successes or goals that you're looking at 
maybe the next like three to five years. In talking about just reaching a wider audience or serving more individuals, my my goal for Studio Humankind is to actually, I'm hoping by this summer or fall to really expand and officially launch um, a nonprofit website template shop. Mm, <laughs> right now. Love it. Love it. Yep. Yep. Um, right now I have a few up on my website. I'm in the process of redoing that as well. You know, as a web designer, I change it, you know, all the time. Yeah, you're and, always... <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is, that is one huge thing is I've been, um, you know, chatting with other individuals and especially those that are, you know, because of COVID, because of the world we're in now are seeing this huge opportunity to, you know, even leave their current jobs to start, you know, different organizations, different businesses that create a bigger impact. You know, I see it as a huge opportunity to provide these templates or these resources to really help push them to get started at something that's affordable, something that's easy to learn and understand to where they can say, oh, okay, like that, you know, is, you know, a lot less in cost than hiring a designer, but I'm getting all of the elements that I need more than just what is currently out on simple WordPress templates or other Otherwise, because as a someone who's been doing this for a while, I look at those and I go, oh no, like that's not <laughs> that's not going to serve you the way you're you need it to. So really just being mindful and then really um, diving into some of those categories and making them super specific. So even when I say nonprofit site shop, um, mm-hmm, you know, considering mm-hmm. the fact that like, okay, this one is for ocean conservation, this one is for you know, a hospital, this one's Love for yep. you know, and just having all of those really specific organizations ready to go. So if someone's looking for that, they're not stuck with a generic template. They're like, this is made for me. I'm ready to use this. So that is like one of my biggest, most exciting things. That's a big goal. Yeah, that's a big goal. But that's so needed though. That's a great hole in the market to fill. I I love that. Well, thank you so, thank you so much, Lauren, for for taking the time. Best of luck in in 2022. Best of luck to all of us. So, uh, (laughs) but but seriously, best of luck for for the next decade to come and and your endeavors and 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 all your goals that you want to accomplish. So, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Grant. I appreciate it. 